Hit it. All right. And we're back with uh, episode three of our podcast. What we decide on the name called. We had a discussion right before the show. Yeah. Yep. Rare Encounter. Yeah. Rare Encounter is going to be the title from henceforth that we shall be known by. And uh, hopefully the sound isn't too crackly and poppy. I think we got Snack Crackle, uh, Snack, Snap Crackle and Pop uh, all running in my soundboard right now. But uh, it's to be determined how much of that actually shows up in the uh, the final render. But yeah, as far as I can tell, there's no Rice Krispies on my end. <laughs> yeah, super ethereal. Well, whole week's gone by. Um, what have you been up to? Anything fun? Do you get uh, get into any of the uh, the anime that aired this week? A little bit. I got up to the cottage, so I didn't uh, I didn't spend my weekend watching anime. Ah. But I am I am caught up on Peter Grill, <laughs> and I'm caught up on Sword Art Online. Oh boy! And on ReZero. And and Peter Grill had a had a new episode. It was episode three, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, what was the title? It was Peter Grill and, Re- I watched it too. It was Peter Grill and Relationships with Elves. And uh, that's a show that's grown on me. Well, I didn't like it that much when we started, but it uh, continues to be stupid, but it's it's actually pretty fun. It's stupidly hilarious is yeah. what it is. <laughs> or hilariously stupid, or both. Well, they had the... Um, part at the uh what is it the the elf girl shows up and she's trying to trying to sleep with him and uh basically she casts a curse on his his junk and jumps out a window at the end of it and then at the i was thinking okay what's the stupid curse supposed to be in the episode ends it's like it actually left on a cliffhanger so we're waiting to find out what's going on with him yeah but well they got me looking forward to episode four i guess which is uh all you can ask for, I guess. Mm-hmm. Did you catch... Uh, you said you didn't catch Uzaki-chan? Uh, no, I... I might have seen the latest one. I'm not sure. That was that was episode three. Um, they had the uh, cook's... Uh, or the, the cafe owner's... Uh, I think it's his daughter shows up. Oh, yeah, then I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, uh, we'll leave that one alone until you get around to it. Man, other than that, I've just been poking around on, uh, you know, new sites, and which is something you shouldn't do, by the way. Trying to keep track of everything going on, which is a bad idea. I mean, it's it's a losing battle, and you end up not enjoying it very much. But I had a good week, though. I was kicking ass at work. Then a bird flew in. Bird flew into my uh, my office today. Someone left the loading dock uh, door open and uh, looked over, and Tweety Birds perched on the perched on the uh, bench. Hope he didn't get around to shitting all over your computer or something. No, I turned on something that was. La- I had a vacuum cleaner, so I like I turned the vacuum cleaner on. I, I don't know if it's scared of vacuums. Maybe you know some animals don't like vacuums. I don't know if birds do or don't, but maybe it'll keep it away from that side of the 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 room. And uh, I. My office is a giant area. It's it's like a big high bay kind of area, so it's uh it's got plenty of places to go besides my desk, and it seems like it kept it away from there. But it's frigging COVID nineteen, and I'm gonna die of bird flu. Is <laughs> what I was saying today. <laughs> it's like it's how behind the times I am. It seems. Yeah, I don't know which I'd prefer, bird flu or COVID. Yeah, but well, I had to pick. Why not both? Well, we don't need both. We don't even need one no. of them. Yeah, I've been... Uh, the only other stuff I really got around to is I've been still playing Final Fantasy. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. I've been playing Final Fantasy twelve for a while. PlayStation 2. And, uh, yeah, I'm up at level 49, something like that. Getting close to... Most of my characters are around there. So getting close to the end game it seems like at least it uh i'm getting those hints when you know you're in one of those long jrpgs 
you can kind of get a sense of when things are wrapping up. And the thing is, uh, so the end game's showing up. You know, final bosses are starting to appear, and, and the main villains are starting to get much, much closer to where you are. And uh, all of the side quests are still incredibly hard. There's a there's a whole series of quests in there that I haven't got to yet. That I'm at a too low of a level to go, and so it's like, well, I could finish the game, or I could stick around <laughs> for another hundred hours and uh, work on all this side quest crap. And uh, there's something about that. I, I I always knew Final Fantasy were these really long games, and I, I've actually never finished a Final Fantasy proper before. Uh, though I've finished JRPGs. But this one's been a fun uh, little adventure. It's a good mm. good distraction for the past uh, past couple... It's, what's it been? A couple months since I started playing. I've been grinding uh, through Yes 6 the last couple of weeks myself. So oh, competing competing series of... Uh, of Japanese RPGs. What is that? Yes, six. Yes, Y S. Y S. No, I've never even heard of that. It's a uh, it's an action RPG series. It's been around. Uh, like the original games were on the Turbo Graphics, if wow. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And all all except the fifth game in the series are on Steam these days. Uh, the fifth was on the uh, Super NES and was never remade. It's actually considered the worst of the uh, series, <laughs> but I actually found it to be a pretty good game. It's certainly not as uh, grindy as Yes 6 has been, which is the first one where they're actually using 3D graphics and the like. So is there is there a gimmick to this, or is it straight-up JRPG, same as the other JRPGs? Or is there uh, there's some kind of pull or uh, you know earmark to it that says, "Hey, this is what this series is about." Like, what's what's uh, sets it apart? Well, for one thing, main character is the same throughout the series. Uh, uh, Adol Kristen, and he's just a young guy who. Goes on adventures, explores the world, and gets caught up in crap wherever he goes. The uh, first couple of games actually used a uh, system where you'd have to, rather than actually make an attack with a button, you'd have to bump into the enemies from behind. If you bumped into them in front, they'd damage you instead. <laughs> so it is a uh, very interesting uh, playing the first two games because of that. Hmm. Well, I made a big deal about Steam, uh, and you said they're on Steam right now, right? For yeah. now. Well, they're also on uh, GOG as well. Yeah. Well, I like... Uh, GOG is fine, except when they make you try and download their... Uh, what is it? Their stupid downloader. Never like that. Or they try. they want you to install some other third piece of software to just to play the game that you bought. Just the main reason that I want to buy stuff on GOG instead of Steam so you can't get shut down for because you, you had the wrong opinion. or uh, I just saw on uh, Twitter coming up this week uh, some game, I can't remember what it was, some visual novel got kicked off from Steam and they had, uh, you know, the typical twitter threads no one really it means a vn so you know it's not newsworthy but it's like yeah, yeah okay it's still they've been generally good you know to the the industry and to if you like you know visual novels and indie games and stuff yeah steam's the place to be it's the largest video game market i think ever period and centralized but it still has that undercurrent bubbling beneath it where you uh, you can get your library revoked or you can get uh, penalized if, if uh, Valve doesn't like who you are or what you say. Or if they don't like your game, they can just, hey, uh, you know what? Uh, we changed our minds. We said you could sell this on here before, but uh, you know, why don't you go away? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do about uh, that, though. 
If you want to make money, it's, I mean, Steam's certainly the place to be. If you want to publish a game, that's the the market you have to be in. But and it's still a lot better than uh, some of the alternative indie platforms. Uh, the people behind itch.io are on record for being uh, authoritarian, censorious leftists. Yeah. I can't think of... I've I've been part of games that got put out on itch.io, you know, like little indie games and things like that. But I've never had a sense for what the... Uh, I don't think I've even seen a game store... Uh, I mean, I guess you can go on itch.io and like click around like, hey, browse games or something, but it's not like... I never thought of it as a game store myself. It's just like a... I don't know. It I've felt paid more for like a, a social media platform. I actually have a couple of games on there as well. That I've done in the past that I stuck up there, so there's somewhere people can find them. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm clicking through it right now, so I've up the the new and popular, and it looks like uh, interesting looking covers at least. C certainly, the cover art looks better than most of the. Uh... Oh, you sent me your uh, itch.io page. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of more adult titles on here than uh, compared to Steam. Yeah. Let's, I guess it's not that surprising. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't It doesn't have the same sort of... Uh, well, quality control isn't the word for it, <laughs> although there are quality issues with a lot of the games on itch. But rather, there isn't the sort of I, uh, I... gatekeeping on adult content that there is on, say, Steam. Well, it's not... I mean, the the ultimate one was Newgrounds, wasn't it? Yeah. For, Where for, there was for absolutely anything no you want. QC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this Newgrounds even still... I mean, now that they're getting rid of Flash, Flash is getting completely shut down. I keep bumping my mic there. Flash is getting yeah, shut New down. Newgrounds is still around. You've got to think... you got to think there's so many... Uh, just so many things up there that were made in Flash that are going to become inaccessible or not, you know, accessible in the same way they used to be. So I'm sure you could get, if you could get the, like the SWF file or something, you could run it on your PC. But it's not the same as having some stupid website you go to, you know. It's it's like that whole way of uh, playing games. Uh, I think they're actually supporting things other than Flash now. Yeah, but the, the, the old games aren't... They, can you run Flash in, like, an HTML5 wrapper yet? Like, if you had an old Flash game Actually, and you want to run it? I'm not sure, but they do have a downloadable app runner for content on Newgrounds. Hmm. I can actually go to Newgrounds and see what it looks like. I haven't been there in a long time. Newgrounds.com. Yeah, there's Newgrounds players, which is... Essentially a wrap around Flash. Huh. Yeah? Yeah. Kind of looks the same. There's the guy in the tank. And Newgrounds was something back in the day, huh? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of... Uh, even just animations and stuff people would put up there. There's always something funny going on. They're really... They're, uh... There are more than just a few good games on there. I mean, mm. uh, look at the Behemoth, right? They got their start doing uh, doing like a Flash game. Is the Behemoth even still around? Oh, looks like they are. Hmm. I'm clicking through their yeah. uh, their page, and I don't recognize Alien anything Hobbit. on there. What was it? Alien Hominid, it got its start on uh, Newgrounds, if I'm not mistaken. 
Uh, I guess Newgrounds hasn't changed that much because I'm at their game section. I've got Hentai Skateboard Extreme, Bony Hawk. I've got Sniff Kim Possible's Fart... This is just on the page. I've just hit Games Browse. Sniff Kim Possible's Fart Fumes. Run, Jump, Don't Die. My God. It's like the same crap. There's Zombie Wasteland Adventure. There's uh, games that are just like someone mashed the keyboard. That's the title. Bowsette's Boobs. Foreplay <laughs> for skin. Well, I've got Push Bowsette Off a Cliff. The game. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. I saw that one too. Wish there was an archive where you say, hey, just show me everything that was popular in 2008. I could go and see what was up there. Jog my memory. Well, I went out and I, I actually bought a, uh, a Blu-ray disc the uh not a player just a disc not well i had the player already uh but i i watched uh, alita battle angel which has been on my watch list for a long time i finally got around to to actually getting it so the live action the live action one yeah that yeah. was kind of fun um and honestly i didn't know much about the series at all because i'd seen like clips from the 80s the, uh i don't know when it was it looked like an 80s anime to me but I'd like seen clips of it before, and I'd seen uh, I probably read a couple pages of the manga once upon a time, but never really, never really picked it up. So it was kind of cool to, you know, it's a property I've been aware of, sort of in the periphery for a long time, and then you can see actually sit down and watch the movie. You say, oh, it's a little different than I thought it was, and and uh, it actually was pretty good. I was really expecting it to be crap, especially because it was an anime adaptation. Or I guess it was a manga adaptation, to be proper. But yeah, the uh, the story was fun. the uh, The setting was cool, and the uh, the CG stuff uh, didn't bother me at all. It actually looked pretty good, especially because everyone was worried about because they uh, they took what's her name uh, Rosa uh, Salazar, I think her name is. The mm-hmm. she plays the heroine, and uh, they mapped. Uh, I guess they just mapped her face onto a distorted model of her own face or something like that. They had some process that uh, uh, James Cameron was using where they it's a CG version of her but it looks like her except it's just slightly warped so her, like her eyes are bigger and her, some of her features on her face are exaggerated. Um, but she looks like herself which is weird. Um, and it looked uncanny the first time I saw it but then it, when you're watching it in the movie, it, it, you just stop noticing. It just looks like the way she looks. I was actually expecting it to be uh, kind of annoying and, and crap because I've heard, you know, not, not so great things about it. But, yeah, did you ever catch any of that? You know the basic premise, at least, right? Yeah. Where they had... Uh, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the movie, though. Hmm. I'm probably going to end up going out and buying it. Apparently... Uh, James Cameron was really into uh, original Gunnam from when he was introduced to it back in the 90s. Yeah, I, I guess it had been in development. So I also watched the special features uh, uh, reel and they have like from manga to, to movie or whatever they called it, the, the making of. And they're just talking about how they were inspired by this and that. And, you know, you can half of the stuff writes itself. It's just people talking about, well, the graphic novel was so great. We wanted to pay uh, so much attention, so much uh, uh, attention to detail. And we want to really encapsulate what the original artist wanted. You know, it's the same same sort of crap they say about every uh, like a Marvel movie or any other any other thing that was adapted. They have some guy who's explaining how how critical they were about how they adapted it and then okay but it's still a hollywood movie right it's yeah uh, but in there they were talking about how it was in development hell it was kind of wild how how long it stuck around they were actually talking about doing it before uh avatar and i think it was james cameron said well it was a coin toss uh whether they were going to do avatar they were going to do uh alita and 
for I think it was that Alita had more blended, um, you know, in Avatar, the CG stuff is all CG. Like when they're out in the jungle, it's just a CG movie. Uh, but Alita had a lot of live action blended together, and they were. They, they, he said that as the justification, they they thought they could do uh, Avatar better because they it was less challenging than Alita. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Dark Angel back in the day? No, no, that's one I haven't seen. Uh, it definitely has some shades of uh, Alita in it. Apparently, Cameron was in. Sp- I mean, one of the inspirations for the show was uh, Alita. Oh, this is a live-action show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the the first the first show where Jessica Alba actually made a name for herself. Hmm. I did not know that this existed. Did you watch it on TV? Yeah, I did. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Dark Angel theme, yeah. No, I don't recognize this at all. Looks like it won Saturn nice. Awards. It's an award-winning show, and I uh, never even heard of it. But then again, they give awards out to anyone, it seems. Mm-hmm. It's been hit or miss. I've been looking at uh, like the Hugo Awards and the uh, well, generally the Hugos and Nebulas. I'll I'll keep track of and at least I'll I'll get the running up list and try and read a couple books from them. And there's stuff that makes those uh, those runner up lists that are just not that great. Or you know, there's sometimes I find that stuff that's on those runner up lists are actually better than the stuff that wins the awards. Yeah. Um, sometimes. I feel a lot of times, a lot of these awards uh, tend to be, I don't know, they feel like they're bought, right? Rather than uh, earned. Yeah. Especially now, it feels like it's just meaningless. It's mm-hmm. it, especially because they were kicking out. I think it was the uh, the Hugo Awards. They're kicking out authors because of their things they said on Twitter. So you can actually get canceled and not if you write a book. That's good. You can be excluded from an award for good books um, because of what you say on Twitter, which is kind of yeah. wild. So okay, what's where's the uh, integrity of the award now? Well. You wonder how much it really had if that's the way they run things. Yeah, it's... Well... You got anything looking forward to? More Cottage. We've got a long weekend coming up up here. (laughs) So you go, uh, where is it? Somewhere out in the woods you're uh, completely isolated, like some kind of prepper? Or... No, is not like really. I mean, there's uh, there's a village that's like an hour's walk away or five to ten minutes by car. Uh-huh. So it's not exactly in the middle of nowhere. It is in the middle of a park. Mm. But it's not like there's Hansel and Gretel coming around to, you know. No. Getting lost in the woods. I mean, we rarely even see bears around there these days. We used to see them more often, like uh, 10, 15 years ago. But even then, it was uh, uncommon. Gotten to see some moose and deer now and again, though, which is pretty cool. I saw some birds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I heard. Yeah, too too close. Oh, well. What was that? That was my stinking soundboard. You're such a bitch. What did you say? I have an itch. Just a bunch of random crap I put on there. 
I don't know what what should the soundboard be like in this uh, this show. I guess Hog Story they just put whatever they want on it, huh? Yeah. I don't see myself like bringing in clips from uh, from stuff like uh, I, most of the news anyway. That like if I wanted to talk about a news story on this show, I don't think there'd be an audio clip for it because there's no one, there's no one producing the uh, the uh, it's it's like written. It'd be like, hey, someone tweeted this. Like they had uh, yeah. actually. Here's a tweet. Here's something that came up. It was uh, Kanoko Nasu was talking about um fate extra fate extra is doing the remake and they asked him what he wants to do after it he said oh i've got this idea for a a story about a vampire which i people took as a wink wink nudge nudge that he'd be back at Tsukihime. but it's like come on a story about a vampire like you know the one that everyone wants you to do right it's the Tsukihime remake sounds like he's trolling yeah i think he's trolling Maybe you should just reread Tsukihime. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> hard. It's one of those four by three, you know, uh, some of those old games that they actually run in a different resolution. So, well, my monitors are widescreen, so I have to set it to four by three to uh, to play it in whatever so eight hundred by six hundred. Or Tsukihime might, might actually be less. Tsukihime might be you like can't a run dirt it. poor resolution. Like I would just run it windowed if I could in those sort of situations i've got a thing i like that i like to have the uh the whole thing up on full screen and like i used to have a big crt i play visual novels on you just kind of shut off the lights and everything and the, that's it hmm. distraction so that, that's how I, I used to read them anyway like way back in the day that's actually how i how i read actually even that monitor was the wrong it was the wrong uh uh what do you call it the screen format was the wrong shape because uh when i i remember playing it and everyone looked kind of fat and i realized after because i kept going back and forth i didn't realize until after no it was after i went in and i saw like screenshots of it later on some other context i said wow everyone looks skinny and uh the reason for that is that uh I've been playing it in a distorted uh, aspect ratio, and so all the the sprites were were stretched out <laughs> horizontally, oh. and I didn't notice. Like I just thought that was the way it was. So I had actually played the whole thing through uh, some get this weird idea about what the characters looked like. You know, it's yeah. Context, you never know. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Trying to deal with the, trying to deal with the aspect resolution stuff. Yeah. I don't know what the fix is, by a four by three monitor. But that's not going to happen. Yeah, and that's why I just run a lot of stuff in a window. Then I don't have to worry about that. You get to uh, any VNs this year at all? Any new no, ones, let me put it I like can't. that. Any new ones, new and exciting games? No. <laughs> no. Uh, not not VNs or RPGs. I mean, earlier in the year, I did get into Doom Eternal for a bit, but once I hit the Marauder, that thing's such a fucking cheater. And I just gave up there. Which is weird, because uh, the Doom 2016 remake, I fucking nailed it, man. I was, like, just beating my way through everything from start to finish. And then this one, they throw in the Marauder, and then it's just, like, run into a brick fucking wall, and that's that. Yeah. Just fill the whole, whole filler. The wild beast inside you has awoken the wild beast inside me. <laughs> I have an itch. What did you say? You're such a bitch. <laughs> oh boy. Aunt Tabaka? There we go. Just looking for yeah. that one. 
You gotta have that one for a for a podcast like ours. Aunt Tabaka? What did you say? Those two combined, that's pretty good. <laughs> Aunt Tabaka? You're such a bitch. What did you say? Oh boy. I think I had Inspector Gadget. I, c I actually ran out of slots. I had an Inspector Gadget clip I can't find. Wowzers. I guess they don't like video games. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Touch the button, Gadget. Come on, Gadget. Touch the button. What did you say? Jeez Louise. That was pretty damn lewd. Yeah. That's like some of the things that people <laughs> uh, request for jingles on No Agenda. Yeah. The wild beast inside you has awoken the wild beast inside me. <laughs> oh, man. That was, uh, that was Golden Boy. Had a lot of good good clips for that. It was hard to clip Golden Boy because there's too many visual gags too. There's stuff you remember watching it. Go back and I actually went through a couple episodes looking for if there's a line I wanted to clip. Most of the gags were so visual they didn't work when you in audio. Cause they had they they were associated with either some stupid faces making or some you know slapstick on the screen. It's like yeah. a classic. You know the uh, Golden Boy was. Uh, one of my favorites where they had uh, actually had it on DVD. I think Pioneer put it out and they had uh, the the story was there's a guy, uh, Kentaro, who's uh, he's completed all the credits required to graduate from like Tokyo University. Or, I think that was it. it was difficult school. And uh, but he didn't. In, instead of graduating, he just gets on his bike and he rides around uh from uh, end to end of Japan, and he takes on part-time jobs, and his whole thing is he's he's all about studying and learning about the world, and uh, so he'll take on a job as a computer programmer for one episode, then he is to, uh, and then the next episode he'll be working at a noodle shop. The next episode he'll be working at a as a swim coach, and so it was a kind of like a job of the week bit where he'd be in. Or he's like working for a re-election campaign for a corrupt politician but then in every job he has he, he uh, falls for some girl who works there or is somehow associated with the with the new position and uh then hijinks and so it's just uh for for one reason or other oh it's like the politician's daughter so he has to you know he's getting weird uh he's getting threats if he gets too close to her it's, it's a comedy it's a funny comedy yeah it's uh Fun. Would recommend. But you definitely have to watch the English dub. It's one of those where the uh, the English version of it is, my opinion, is better than watching it subtitled because the voice cast is excellent and they also, uh, the humor works in English. Like, they don't lose anything in, in the translation. In fact, there's some of it, when you get the wacky English voices, it actually sounds funnier than when they have the wacky Japanese voices. Really? Because usually, I just don't really like a lot of the uh, a lot of the English dub voices. No, well, that's true, but there's exceptions, and this is one of them. Um, the other ones I can think oh. of is uh, I thought Cowboy Bebop had a great English dub, and I, I, no, I'm not the only one who thinks that. It's the popular opinion, but even Evangelion. Um, with the exception of Spike Spencer, the original Ava dub was good. I didn't clip any from the Ava dub. I just had Aunt the Tabaka. original. Uh... <laughs> Ever heard of Shinesman? No. Which one's that? Uh, the uh, dub was uh, terribly hilarious. <laughs> uh, combined with the subtitles at the same time and all the points where they kind of mismatch it's just like <laughs> oh, the only they... way to watch it is to watch it subbed and dubbed simultaneously <laughs> so you i've what? seen that before where they have the uh english uh 
the translation for the subtitles is different than the translation for the uh, the dub. What's this? Yeah. The Special Duty Combat Unit Shinesman. This looks like the same author who did um, Excel Saga, just looking at the cover. With the giant shoulder pauldrons. No, different different author. Yeah. Maybe it's just that style, that 90s style. If you're an anime in the 90s, you got to have these giant shoulder pads. Yeah. To begin with, I mean, it's a, it's a parody of Sentai, right? It's yeah. an anime parody of Sentai. And then the... So it's comedy to begin with. And then putting it in English with the voices they chose and the script they chose... And showing the subtitles at the same time with its different translation. Oh, and boy. it just uh, just all comes together in something that's absolutely hilarious. Is this the one where they shoot finger beams? Like they shoot lasers out of their fingers? No, but they have tie clip bombs and business card <laughs> cutters. No, I haven't seen it then. I thought it was something else for a second. Oh, it's a movie? It's, oh, it's an OVA. Uh, yeah, two episodes. Two episodes OVA. Yeah. Yeah, well. I did put out for... Uh, maybe I'll put this to my, my watch list. Business card cutters and tie clip bombs. <laughs> the, color, the team colors this time around are red... And Moss green, gray, sepia, and salmon pink. <laughs> There's no real blue ranger there. The red guy's yeah. the leader, obviously, right? Red's always the leader. Always. Red's always the leader. <laughs> you know who did a uh, a Sentai parody that was funny? was uh Evangelion. They had a voice drama. It was, I think it was after End of Evangelion? Or was it before End of, I think it was before, it was somewhere in there. It was in the, uh, it was in that time period. And they actually did a gag, like original cast recording of a gag script where they kept going through the different, the joke was King Records won't let the Evangelion property die. And so the cast is, all the characters are back together. Um, to figure out what the next iteration is supposed to be, and they go through all the different ways that the uh, of the next season of Evangelion. What will it be like? And one of them is the Sentai show, and they have like Oscar's yelling. Uh, she wants to be the leader, but they keep making someone else the leader. And you know, it's the the same kind of crap. But I liked uh, I liked the dub of uh, Evangelion though. I never never heard the Netflix one. I didn't even realize that Netflix had its own dub. Yeah, they did. They dumped um, the ADV one, which had it was like I remember T Tiffany Grant. You see her every once in a while, uh, or she used to show up at a. Uh, like videos online and stuff. Then uh, I guess she doesn't anymore. I, at one point, she was uh, appeared at the, the con scene. I think. Then uh, Spike Spencer was the was the the only voice I didn't like in that. He was he played Shinji. And also they also cast him as Simon in uh, the English dub of Gurren Lagann, which is not my favorite casting either. But basically, he got the the uh, what do you call it? The uh, not the bit part. The uh, typecast as the whiny teenage boy. <laughs> and I, I'd hate to be typecast as that. Yeah, it was just irritating the whole time. I bet he found it the same way. Well, yeah, but can't blame him. It's I I didn't care for the performance, but. I'm sure it's like, hey, I like to eat. I'll do work. Yeah. You want to cast me in something I don't really like, that's okay as long as you're paying me. 
You know what we should have as a topic? I was trying to get together a list of things we should bring up, but one was, uh, I don't know if you have any interest in this, but some of the, like, the fan work stuff, like, uh, fan dubs, not, or, or comedy dubs, um, I don't even mean necessarily, like, uh, the abridged series kinds of things, but they were, uh, there were a family of, I don't even know how to describe their, their like fan-made videos using footage from, from uh, it's not AMVs, like, you know, a, the AMV uh, thing, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's not exactly like that, it's something, it's hard to describe, like they did a whole um, parody version of, of uh, remember Evangelion uh, had the movie End of Evangelion, well, before that it actually had another movie. End of Evangelion was the second movie, and the first one was called Death and Rebirth. And they did a fan parody of that, where they just they, and it was a recut. It was like they took the twenty six episodes and they re, they cut it all into a film with some new footage, and they, it was a movie. So they yeah. did Death and Rebirth, and then the the parody version was Re Death, and it was they recut that movie into a new movie and uh, and dubbed over it the the completely changed the plot and so they changed the plot of evangelion to be uh instead of third impact they had someone had played the song 1999 by prince after the year 1999 and it caused a uh disruption in the time space continuum it's like ridiculous stuff oh man yeah it was good too and they had gendo as a pimp they had, uh, you mean he wasn't actually a pimp? He was literally a pimp, though. So he was taking phone calls from from people complaining about his girls through the whole thing. He's, like he so has he wasn't a, just looking like one. No, that was that. They had um, instead of Sally, it was Disney. They actually had the the Disney board meeting was where half the the place thing took place. <laughs> I think at the end they fight the eleventeenth angel, which is Pikachu, which is actually uh. A stuffed Pikachu they shot in front of a, a green screen. <laughs> it's, uh... I think they fight it by singing Bohemian Rhapsody. It's fucking wild. The whole thing's stupid. But it's got a bunch of one-liners in it. I should clip some of that, too. There was an AMV series I liked, though. Which was the AMV Hell uh, sets of movies. Yeah. I've made people watch that before. I, I I don't think anyone has appreciated that as much as me, but that's literally like AMV Health 3 and 4. If I'm having a bad day, I can put that on still. And it's They premiered at Oticon, which is the local... Um, I think it's the DC Anime Con. Is it DC or Baltimore? I'm pretty Somewhere nearby. It's in driving distance from where I am. Um, so if... Oticon was happening this year, I probably would have went, but it was one of those OG uh, conventions. It was like one of the, the earlier ones to get big, and they had uh, the AMV events there were supposed to be pretty good, and I guess, if you were into it. Like they had, um, it, it was like an Iron Chef competition. Have you ever heard of this stuff? Where the, Iron I, don't, Chef? I don't know if I'm just not Iron okay. Chef, but the AMV competitions. Where no, they, the only AMV competitions that I know about were you'd send in the AMV you made ahead of time, and then it would be judged, and then the uh, the best ones would be shown and awards given to the best in different categories. So some time ago i don't know if they still do this i remember hearing about it uh, enough but they would have it was an, like the game the show iron chef um live at i'm pretty sure it was just otakon i don't know if anyone else did it but they had a uh, thing where you go in you'd sign up and then the contest was you had a secret ingredient which was like some random show no one had ever heard of you know some, something from the uh, the c catalog in the 80s and then they had a theme, and then everyone went in, and you had to create a show, uh, an AMV, from scratch uh, using the secret ingredient and some of the whatever files were on your hard drive, and, and basically whoever could put it together in whatever the time limit was. Uh, then you had, that's what they judged, and that was how the contest worked. It was supposed to be pretty fun. 
And mm-hmm. with, with that aspect to it, it made me interested in, hey, maybe this might be fun to try and do or pay attention to. But it, it's certainly more interesting than watching AMVs on YouTube, which was never a great place to be. But yeah. AMV Hell, though, that was premium. Especially, so I can't say much about the first or second one, but AMV, AMV Hell 3, which is the movie length, where they literally did a movie length. It's it's basically a yeah, robot chicken sketch. Um, they, I've also heard, uh, second and third hand, that they would play the uh, AMV Hell 3 at Otakon every year, and it turned into, it wasn't so much a showing as a sing-along, is the way it was described. which I don't think they could get away with showing it now. There's too much. It's all, it's like 100% copyright infringement. It's, you've got some people who it's, who, uh, it, yeah, but some, some of the studios or at least some of the companies that have licensed these shows. Oh, the probably, audio, the audio can't exist on YouTube. It gets taken down. Yeah. All of the audio with it, with some exceptions. Rare exceptions is like clips from this TV show, clips from these uh, these songs, clips from this movie, and uh... actually, I think there's still YouTube links for a number of them, uh, but they don't have the whole movie. I mean, the the movie starts with the entire. Uh, it starts with an ACDC song, and it just plays straight through, clean, you know, with no other audio. So it's like the. The first thing you see in the movie is uh, it's this crappy CG car <laughs> driving on a highway to hell. Yeah. And it's just, it plays the song by ACDC. That's uh Yeah, they don't have, they don't have the, uh, they don't have the zeros. No, on, not on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube. <laughs> and then, yeah, they do warn that, uh, from country to country, there may be there may be muted or uh, sliced out sections. Yeah, well, that's disappointing. Looks well, like, to hell with YouTube, anyways. Looks like Bitshoot has it. Bitshoot has AMV Hell Three, the motion picture, and they claim it's all fair use. Yeah, that's a good claim. I'm sure it technically is. Well, that's why that's why it can go on BitChute instead of YouTube because BitChute actually gives a damn about fair use, and YouTube just doesn't give a damn. Yeah, they'll just do whatever the people who claim anything say without bothering to check. Yeah, I've heard those stories before where it's hey, someone reported me for you know, they took. Um, I had my own song on it, you know, a song where I own the license to, and someone else reported me as uh, being infringing, and they won't listen to me. And I can't get a hold of anyone because there's no phone number to call for YouTube. I can't get a rep. Uh, I guess unless you're a celebrity, you can get a rep, but, Mm -hmm. you know. More reason to kick Google out of our lives. Yeah. They pioneered the whole, hey, there's no customer service. There's, um... There's no uh, no way to get in touch with us for anything, for any reason. Um, there's no phone numbers that a human answers. Uh, and, you know, if you have trouble, why don't you go to this uh, someone else's support form and ask there, which is another gem whenever it comes up when you have a support form instead of uh, actual service. Yeah, it's, it's shit. Yeah. Ah, well. I'm hoping that we can get our own distribution set up pretty soon. I think this will be the first one we can actually get online. For the most part. I don't know if we've had I think they can all go online. It's just this is the first one that actually has a proper show title. (laughs) Yeah. Or... Well, it doesn't have a show title yet. Yeah, we haven't given we haven't given the episode titles yet. Well, I think I think we're gonna have episode one, episode two. <laughs> I don't unless you want to posthumorously name these things. 
Just fill the hole, hole filler. Well, probably down the road. These first <laughs> few, while well, we just get everything all still set up and get a flow going, it'll probably just be episode one, two, three, and so on. Yeah. Well, if you want to give anything a name, you know, that's fine. But it's... I'll give you the files. You can call them whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we should have a website. Hopefully, before yeah, the next episode. Yeah, we've got the domain now. You got it? By next episode, we'll have a website. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to call it? Actually, by next episode, we uh, we should probably... This will be a little bit of a short one, I think. I think we've been going for what, 40 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah, it's definitely not as long as uh, in the past. I'm I'm liking the the length. Um, I don't want to go like a three hour show, but you know, uh, about I, an hour or so a well, week I think is pretty good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm still getting getting in the getting the hang of this whole thing too. I've never uh, had the chance to really. Uh, find my stride in podcasting all the other stuff i've worked on was so short-lived you know it's just you, know, you kind of get into it and right when you feel like you you're getting a handle on things it uh slips away from you so hopefully this one uh, yeah knock on wood yeah all right and, and so we'll have some uh i don't know do you want to do outro music i don't have outro music We'll figure that out. Gadget, touch the button. Yeah, it still sounds lewd. Touch the button, Gadget. I think that's coming in low on the the waveform. Well, let me play it again. You know, it sounded Come decent on, to me. Gadget. Come on, Gadget. Touch the button. Yeah, maybe not too bad. Maybe it's just low in my uh, in my ears. Like through my maybe. mix. It sounds like it sounds fine coming out from my end. Yeah. Well, you have a separate mix than what's being recorded, so hopefully everything works out. Also, yeah, we completely we, we should call it too. We should we should shut this down because I have to go through and make sure that this whole episode is uh, mixed at least somewhat yep. uh, reasonably. We're doing everything live to tape, and so that means the good news is if something's wrong there's no chance to fix it it's actually impossible so i don't have to worry about it <laughs> it's just whatever happens happens just fill the whole whole filler but i'd like to i'd like to uh hear how this turns out and see if there's tweaks we need to make to the audio this is a whole new setup on my side i literally turned i got rid of everything i had before and i started from scratch so hopefully it's working out All right. Any last words? All right. Uh, no. Can't think of any. What did you say? All right. Let's call it. All righty. Talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Next week.